pronounced yay. Okay, I was going to say that looking up the Goodreads, I was like, oh no, we didn't read the whole book. It's going to get ruined. And I don't care. <laughs> weekend reads. Read on the weekend. Weekend reads. Reading books and stuff. Woo! Weekend reads. Making stuff up as we go along. Thank you. Welcome to Weekend Reads. I'm Lisa. And I'm Pam. And for this episode of Weekend Reads, as you, I'm sure, have deigned from the intro uh, for this episode, this was an interesting read. So for this episode, we're reading the first book in the Darkest Minds series titled The Darkest Minds by Alexandra Bracken, which I want to say Bracken. Because it feels like Kraken, Sounds like but Kraken. not. Yeah. Yeah. I just, and the symbol it's on the front name. just makes me, it's like, it's like a trident, right? Mm. Yeah. Do you see it? Uh-huh. All right. So this book, because we're going to be getting into our kind of YA thing for 2020, and we didn't have anything specific in mind, we thought we'd get a jump on it with a series and this was one that we came across in the bookstore yeah we literally just went to like the YA section and we're looking at books yeah and, and the criteria were there have to be two of them right there have to be because we have to each buy one <laughs> that was our only requirement oh. really uh, I know that we're a bit behind on whatever, when this was published. I think it was 2012. Uh-huh. Um, I should note that it's also soon to be a major motion picture, as is noted in the uh, gold enamel on the cover of the book. Stop. This is not ASMR. I don't know why Stop. I'm trying to do this ASMR thing. Okay. So... We've only read the first half of the book for this episode, so this is going to be a two-parter. Just as a reminder. This is not a weekend read. This is a dedication read. This this is a labor and not of love. Yeah. Um, so the premise of the book is that there are kids with abilities, with powers, and people don't know how to deal with that yet. It's not something that people know about. So it's at the point in kind of the chaos where the government's finding out about it. These kids are being snatched from their homes or, you know, telling the parents that we're going to take care of these kids because they have these powers that they don't have control over. And then it's basically uh, a ghetto for, mm-hmm. becomes this torture yeah. ghetto um, for yeah, it starts as like a disease that kills a bunch of kids, and but, then it yeah. goes to like them getting powers and being categorized by whatever power they have, of which there are five that we know about. So I had a question about that. So the disease, they didn't actually have diseases. That was just their way of containing it before people no, knew that it was I powers? No, I don't think so. I think the disease was real. Oh, okay. I think the disease killed a bunch of kids. And gave other kids powers. Oh. I think. Okay. Like a natural selection type deal. Uh-huh. Because, well, uh, I think Liam says later on that a bunch of, like, 80% of the kids are dead or whatever. 
It's mm-hmm. a real high percentage. I thought it was from that the like his particular camp. Oh, I thought he meant in like America. Oh, I don't rem- I can't find that exactly in the book. So the main players in the book, mm-hmm. um Ruby. Ruby, who is the main kid, she gets taken when she's 10. So it addresses some of her time there when she's younger, and then it kind of jumps forward yeah. to when she's 16, 17? She's 16. 16. Liam is 17. Yeah. At a camp called a Thur- Thurmond. 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 Yeah. Uh, so the kids are categorized by... Um, the kind of power that they have. But the the like sorting process is so non-existent. Like they're like, what kind of powers do you have? Okay, here's your color. <laughs> like it's nothing. So they label her as a green, right? Who are really just kids who are smart. Right. Abnormally smart. If you are a fan of the um, divergent series, I would call these kids erudite. I would do that as well mm-hmm. because I am familiar with that. Excellent. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there's the greens and the yellows, reds, bl- orange, blue, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't... What do the blues do? I don't remember the blues. The yellows are Pikachus. The, the-, <laughs> the reds are Charmanders. The greens are just smart. We talked about that. The orange, which Ruby secretly is, are psychics. They can manipulate people's thoughts. So Ruby can touch people and look into their memories, Mm -hmm. but she can also persuade people. um, For example, as Pan saying about her being. It's not even persuade. It's like command. Yeah. Because they just do it. Yeah. Like she doesn't convince them. So when she's categorized a green, she the doctor touches her and she's in such a ban- panic that she's just like, I'm a green, I'm a green, I'm a green. Yeah. And so the doctor is just like, okay, you're a green. Here's your green X. Go on about your merry way. Um, but yeah. That's what kind was the other of... one? Oh, blue. What's blue? I don't know what blue is blues are sad they're just sad all the time they're sad like eeyore okay so we've got (laughs) ruby who's an orange liam who's a wait no isn't liam a blue liam took down that tree he can manipulate physical stuff physical stuff stuff? oh okay i believe chubbs is a green Mm. he is smart Mm -hmm. he is a green and then there's uh zoo who's susanna Susame. Susame. Why did I say Susanna? Um, who's a yellow? Yeah, the she's Pikachu. A Pikachu. She wears rubber, rubber gloves mm-hmm. in order to not Pikachu. So, um, essentially, shit goes down one day at the camp, and there is basically like a dog whistle that mm-hmm. they have for the different categories of of people with powers so different Size. frequencies have like a greater or lesser effect mm-hmm. on the different groups please feel free to elaborate um and so one day 
the high pitch noise comes in and it is a pitch that's specifically geared towards at least oranges. Orange and red, I think. Orange and red. Yeah. Like specifically just making them. And it makes people sick. It makes people throw up. People start bleeding. Yeah. Like shit's crazy. So she's having this crazy reaction that completely exposes her as an orange, not a green. She gets pulled into this nurse's office. The nurse secretly helps her escape. And then Ruby kind of gets a bad vibe, essentially, from the people. Well, she she touches the boyfriend of the nurse. And she sees him killing two kids. Mm Mm-hmm. And then throwing their bodies in a dumpster. Mm-hmm. So that's when she's like, oh, shit, I should probably escape. Mm-hmm. And there's also that other kid who's... Fucking Martin. Is it, yeah. I think it's Martin. He's a dick. I don't know what's going on with him. Yeah, he was super creepy. Yeah, truly. And, like, trying to egg her on into, like, doing stuff, you know. Yeah, and he is... He is an orange. Yes. So he was, like, clearly trying to kind of, like get into her mind and kind of rile her up right during the short period that they were in the same space together and it's like okay leaving here is clearly a better call yeah because he was talking about manipulating emotions right he was like i could make you super angry or i could make you Mm -hmm. you know i could make you act out on your emotions and stuff yeah he's very volatile yeah and he wants to stay that way he's a lot of driving in this book so (laughs) they were Driving. Another important character, Black Betty. Black who Betty. Who will come into play. Yeah. Uh, or, is a van. Are you um, talking about before or after she escapes? Well, before, because they... Well, after, obviously, she doesn't drive in the... No, but I mean... But yeah, with the with the nurse, they drive mm-hmm. too. And there's a lot of driving. Yep. And then there's more driving. Yeah. Also, some driving. I think they turn once or twice. So, Ruby escapes the group that... that the, the nurse and the boyfriend. League. Yeah, which... She's part of the Children's League, which... The nurse paints the Children's League as this group that's trying to help kids Saviors. with powers yeah. and, you know, help them use their powers to free other kids. It's like, it sounds good, but Ruby's got bad vibes. Also, vision of the boyfriend, as Pan said. So mm-hmm. she breaks out of the car, runs out into the forest or whatever shit, runs into Zoo, and then Zoo helps her escape. So Zoo was actually watching the car because Zoo and her group just happened to be kind of in that area. So then Liam and Chubbs come back to the van and there's an extra person in the back seat. Yeah, she was hiding while they're driving under away. Under a blanket. <laughs> that was funny. And then they're like, what the fuck, Zoo? Like, you can't just have this person here. And Zoo doesn't talk. We don't know what happened to her at her camp. So Zoo, Chubbs, and Liam came from the same camp. And they'd been at theirs less time than uh, Ruby. Ruby had been at hers. And also their camp was a lot smaller and not as extreme. It was not as bad. Like, if you think of like... Uh, I don't want to bring like Holocaust stuff into this. No, I was actually going to bring up kind of uh never let me go and mm. how um like helsham was the most popular one i know i, I don't know, know. but it's like it <laughs> like, was the, mo- it was the super, known like <laughs> terrible norwegian one. book and then there is what other norwegian book that one that was only one i know i'm saying like people refer- know never let me go do they yeah okay it's an excellent book. If you haven't read it, read it. Be prepared to cry. I have not read it. 
Also, watch the movie. It's good. I say watch the movie before the book. Like I did. The Swedish movie. Yeah. There's a Swedish one? You hate the American one. No, that's for uh, Let Let the the Right right One in. In. Whew, okay, yeah, we're, um... we're going on a tangent. <laughs> anyway, read all of the books that we just said. So suddenly the Black Betty group, I'm going to call them, uh-huh. which is the name of their um, mom van that they drive around, um, has this extra passenger, Ru- Ruby, and Chubbs is suspicious of her. He's kind of the standoffish one. Liam is the friendly one that she'll obviously fall in love with at some point, I'm sure. And then Zoo is, is the best friend, super sweet one. Hmm. Small Asian child. I think Liam is kind of a... We haven't really delved into this, but kind of like a kamikaze. Because he's always like wanting he to get out of the van. He throw out there a lot. He's trying to get into trouble, and I don't know why. We mm. don't know. So they're on this voyage to look for some person with powers who'd escaped who's named the slim kid isn't this the slim kid that was a skip kid oh it was the skip kid skip kid sorry um yeah so they're looking for the skip kid who apparently has connections who is helping kids get in touch with their parents and send letters and i don't know set up lives Yeah, yeah there's this um magical yeah place that they're also looking for called some the east East river River. yeah so a lot of shit's going on um and pan and i kind of touched on this offline but when talking about reading the book for this episode uh pan asked if i'd read it and then i asked if he'd read it (laughs) and he said most of it and i said i'd read it sorry we read through chapter 16 by the way and I said, I'd read it, but I skim read certain sections. And Pan replied, you had to. <laughs> because just a lot of it is exposition that's so long winded. It There's doesn't move the story so forward. So much. There's like whole pages you can skip. Whole bits, <laughs> unfortunately, that I did and missed nothing. Yeah. I kind of just like went to. I looked for dialogue, I... and then I read the dialogue, and I was like, "Okay, did I miss anything?" <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> we read this. In Lisa the has fully agreed with me <laughs> through physical <laughs> means. <laughs> uh, yeah. So at this point. In this story, so another kind of roadblock for them, they're looking for the east, this mystical, kind of mythical East River. They're trying to find the Skip Kid. They're also trying to escape these trackers. Skip tracers. Yeah. And a bounty hunter woman. A woman. I believe they called her Miss Jane. Something like that. Yeah. But she's like this English woman or something who is somehow always trailing their tail and finding where they are we haven't identified exactly how that's happening yet they call her the terminator yeah we we only saw her for a glimpse though mm -hmm. or we liam said that he saw her once 
And that was the only experience that we've had with her Mm -hmm. so far. I would like to note if anything grossly sexual happens to these young women over the course of any of this, I will be furious. (laughs) I note that because the one is disgusting, but kind of the way that it's set, the camp was set up, it's set up Mm -hmm. between boys and girls. Mm -hmm. So there's that lack of interaction, not that that excuses that behavior at all, but in the context of the book, it is an important piece because the uh, Black Betty group comes across this like grocery store or something, this yeah. kind of like big five seeming place because it also has clothes. And there's a group of boys already there. And the leader of the group, I assume... Um, at some, he says something that's out of pocket to Ruby, and Ruby threatens to punch him in the face. Or rather, Liam knows that Ruby wants to punch him in the face, and mm-hmm. so asks that Ruby take Zoo off and do something else while Liam meets with this group. And then when Liam comes back from the group, he's like, oh, you know, they wanted us to make this trade, but we didn't want to make it. And Ruby's like, why? This could have helped us, blah, blah, blah. And Liam's like, no, that's it. Final say. I'm assuming they wanted Ruby because the leader of the group was like touching her ankle and his hand was like crawling up her leg and all this shit. And it's just like, do we have to do this piece? Like, I'm always curious in a world of like fantasy and fiction. It's like this is a world of like powers. So in situations where it's like, oh, it kind of has to be realistic in this way. Does it? Do we need this piece? Can people be shitty like in in other ways? It just seems one to this point unnecessary to the conflict within the story, because either way, this is a group. I mean, there was the guard before who did the same thing. Yeah. At the very beginning. Ooh. And I assume he had some sort of sexual arrangement with the nurse, but I don't know, or something. Maybe they just flirted. Mm. But it's all, like, sketch and not okay. Um, but yeah, so the point that we got to in the book is they somehow there's some code word Edo that's used mm. at some point. Yeah. And so they're trying to figure out what Edo means. And they find out that it's a radio station channel or uh, frequency. And when you go to that frequency, there's someone who patches in every, I don't know how many minutes times or whatever. Day, yeah. yeah. Times a day to leave a message that says, Hey, if you can hear this, you're one of us. Like, find us we're in this location assuming it's the skip kid assuming or or someone from east river someone from the east river and not someone who's trying to trap them um so as we noted a lot of unnecessary exposition i thought that the beginning was very interesting so the beginning it just uh ruby's story about being in the camp and having her one friend sam Sam and you know she keeps saying that she's done something that she can't tell anybody about and we still don't know what that is exactly but at some point I think I know she wipes Sam's memory Mm. um because Sam is mad at her 
So Ruby is being harassed by one of the guards and Sam steps in to defend her. And Sam then looks to Ruby to kind of back her up because Sam stood up for her and Ruby doesn't back her up because she's afraid and she's trying to hide as a green and she doesn't want to ruffle any feathers. And Samantha is upset about this, which is fair. And the two end up touching and Ruby just swipes her memory. And it seemed, I think it's an accident or did she do it on purpose? No, I think she, it was an accident. It was just I don't like, think she had control of her. She was just stuff. panicking. Yeah. And so she lost her one friend that she'd had in this camp for the past six years, which was, that is awful. So I assume that whatever happened has to do with that. But what do you think? Give me your theory. I mean, I don't have one. What? <laughs> what is it? So anyway, <laughs> I think it has to do with the memory thing. Pan is giving me the the what is is it a jerk is it a squirrel yeah oh, the, the squirrel? big the big eyes yeah, yeah the surprise and squirrel. it like zooms in on the <laughs> i don't know why i'm doing this thing with my neck like anybody can see it um i yeah i mean i just overall i am interested in it like i i think it's got some cool stuff in it but the way it's written bothers me and I don't like skimming pages like that. What about the way it's written bothers you? Aside from there's the long too much like there's like she gives there's one paragraph where she lists like 10 grocery store items that they found. And I'm like, just say that they found grocery store stuff like it's unnecessary. Mm. I don't need so much description. This isn't the 1800s. This isn't romanticism. Uh, just, just, just let me know what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that you're trying to paint a picture and stuff, and you know, to a certain extent, given the right context, that kind of writing can be great. Mm. This is not that context. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, we are going to get into. Do you want to do this first, or do you want to rate it uh, first? Uh, I'll rate it first, and then we can talk about okay. that. I do think it's interesting, but I also think that it's annoying. You know what it feels <laughs> like? It seems like this is like a draft, mm. and like it hasn't been completely edited yet. Like there was a word count she had to get to? I don't know that there was a word count that she had to get to, but it's just... You know how... I don't know. Just how movies, series are like broken up now to make them like go out as like long as possible. Uh Like maybe this is the book version of that. I don't know. It just... I want to want to read it. There are some really interesting <clears throat> bits. For sure. And I'm we're going to finish the book, obviously, but it's it's kind of rough going mm-hmm. unnecessarily. I mean, I can sit and read like a good 60 pages in one sitting, but only three things happened. 
Yeah, and they weren't told in like a super compelling way. It's not that what's currently happening is making me want to keep reading. It's, oh, what am I going to get to mm-hmm. that makes me want to keep reading? For sure. I mean, there's five books. <laughs> there's five. So something's got to happen, right? Okay, so I'm going to rate it first because you're taking too long. Oh, yeah, I forgot I was rating it. I'm going to give it four out of ten rubber gloves, pairs of rubber rubber gloves. Mm. All right. I'm going to give it five out of ten screechy teenager horns. Mm. <laughs> what were they called? Uh, calm sirens or something. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about the thing? Uh, oh, wait. Do you want to talk about how you would like to change it first? Oh, yeah. Take out every other word. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> make it super small. No, you just rip out every other page. Oh, I should note that the Black Betty group does not know that Ruby is an orange. They still don't. That's true. She's she's yeah. told them that she's a green. And so they're operating with her. And the, oh, and so she's uh, green. What, what, what? I don't know if this is a trope that we're going to find through. We probably is. That we're going to find through YA. But the fucking classic rock music. It's going to come up a lot, isn't it? Oh, you're cool because you listen to Because you like, listen the to who? the doors and the fucking oh okay, whatever. Led Zeppelin. Okay. <laughs> is that is that attractive to for women? Is that like is that what? a thing that teenage girls like guys who listen to old music? Um, I don't know. I'm not one, I was not one of those teenage people. You were um, never a teenage person? I was not. I've been 67 <laughs> since I was about five years old. Ah. Um, no. <laughs> I mean, I think just in general, that phase of like getting to that age where you learn about that music. Like mm-hmm. high school was when I learned about rock and got into rock music. Yeah. But it wasn't like... Oh, this person like, listens like to thing. listens to Eagles. <laughs> Eagles, fucking sexy. Ooh. <laughs> no. Um. Right. So we're gonna get into a new section, which I am very excited about uh, to do for the YA series starting uh, uh, next year. Just a little sneak peek. So we're gonna go through some Goodreads reviews of this. Uh, book so the one at the top of the page which is truly the most exciting for me <laughs> um, is posted by Khan first of her name mother of bunnies love this name by the way this review uh, was written October 19th 2013 uh, Khan rated it a one out of five stars the first line of this review is if the Hunger Games brought back my faith in YA dystopia, Darkest Minds made me an atheist. This plot has a this book has a plot filled with more holes than a Dunkin' Donuts. It is mind-boggling to me 
that the rating in this series is as high as Hunger Games when the supporting characters in this book are without personality nor complexity, based with a weak-ass, whiny wimp of a main character. Not to mention the majority of a book is a pointless snooze fest of a road trip. So, (laughs) thank you, Khan, for that uh, review of the book. And really, quite a good summary of certain pieces of our review. I'm not going to read the entire thing. <laughs> Ooh, but I <laughs> encourage <goes> <laughs> you to do so. This is a full-on review. Yeah. Khan is a star. Should we read a good one? Do you want to read this one? Uh, sure. Or let's see. Do any of these... Uh, <laughs> stand out i was as... trying to look well i oh, mean okay the good ones are really short okay. <laughs> uh this one is by sarah mass from 2011 before the book came out okay the darkest minds is one of the best books i have ever read no joke i can't even properly express how much i love this book it touched my soul okay well Sarah Mass, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> I'm going to stop there. <laughs> because... Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm, and that's good that she enjoyed it. You know, I am not one to stifle someone else's enjoyment of anything. Lisa, <laughs> did you... <laughs> you good, fam? <laughs> so... <laughs> As I noted at the top of this segment, I'm really excited to continue this. (laughs) Just because, I mean, whether it's a good or a bad review, the enjoyment is five stars on our end. So, (laughs) exactly. We will continue to do that. But this Sarah Mass girl needs to read more. Just did saying. you say that she rated it a five out of five? She did. She did. She. I did not say that. She did though. And she recommends it for everyone, everyone. in all caps. And it, some of the characters are the most vivid she's ever encountered. And she's read five books. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So for the next episode. Of Weekend Reads, we will be reading the second half, reviewing the second half of The Darkest Minds, book one. Hopefully we won't just repeat everything that we said for this half. Correct. And then that will be our last episode for this year. We're going to take some time to figure out what the podcast is going to look like. Uh, next year with the focus on YA and kind of how we want to change the structure a bit. So we're going to end the year on this uh, fun note and then start up fresh in 2020. So if you have any YA books, it doesn't have to be a series that you would like to recommend for the podcast, please let us know. As usual, you can... Follow us on Instagram and email us at Gmail at Weekend Reads Podcast. I know that. (laughs) This is the podcast that we have done literally for years. Yeah. 
Jesus. I mean, we have like 90-something episodes. So. All right. Anything else? No. Are you reading anything else? I just finished Rich People Problems by Kevin Kwan, the third book in the Crazy Rich Asian yeah, series. I, was say. I enjoyed it. The ending seemed a little bit. Is it the last one? Yeah, it's mm. the last one. I mean, it tied everything up in a like a bow, like everything was satisfactory. Yeah. I do think it kind of. Uh, I don't know, just because so much of the book is kind of this long intertwining drama. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I was expecting it to maybe be a little bit longer. Maybe I don't think another book was warranted, but the way that it wraps up. Is it too fast? I mean, because, yeah, it seems sudden, but also with the drama that these people experience, like this could just go on forever. Like it could <laughs> just be a soap opera. Yeah. So overall, I really, really enjoyed the series and I definitely recommend. I listened to the audiobook for all three mm. um, and I enjoyed it. So I recommend. Nice. What about you? Uh, I've just finished Words of Radiance, the second in a massive fantasy series. It was amazing. It was so good. Holy shit. Uh, (laughs) You know, three of these giant storylines clashed into one in this epic. And I was just like, my brain exploded. It's really fucking good. Cool. I'm glad. All right. Read those books. Read the other books we mentioned. Read books and stuff. Yeah. Bye. Bye. We should have an outro song next year. Why don't you finish reading this review? Outro song. (laughs) Why don't you start with... uh, I'll I'll read the whole thing. It's not even long. Yeah. The Darkest Minds is one of the best books I have ever read. No joke. I'm not joking. Just listen. I can't even properly express how much... I love the book, okay? It touched my soul. It's that incredible. It haunted me for days and days, and still does. Still does. Ah, man, the world building and the plot are phenomenal. It leaves you absolutely breathless in spots. And the characters are some of the most vivid I've ever encountered. When 2012 rolls around, (laughs) do not miss this book it will stay with you long long after you finish reading it i love you (laughs) did you like my i liked your my dramatization yeah 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 it was impressive i ad-libbed a little bit yeah but i felt like it was still authentic Mm -hmm. to the review i tried to capture her soul like the book did Mm.